So when I'm lying bloody at Strahd's feet, I'll look up at him and I'll say a cool line like, got wood, and then I'll stab him through the heart and then Vlad and I'll ride off into the sunset and that's how we'll end the campaign. Right. Wait, you're not recording, are you? <laughs> I might be. Oh, no, months of spoilers. <laughs> Never mind. Hello, everyone. This is One on One RPG. I'm Tony from Two Copper Pieces. I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod. Hi, my Ica buddies. Um, also, today I'm uh, ah, uh, I'm going to be called Ichabod Artemis. Ooh, Artemis. Uh, is that from the Artemis Fowl series? No. Is that even goodness. a series or is that just a book? No, that is a book series. It got made into a single movie that wasn't very good. Oh, that's never happened before with young adult fiction. I know. The fans of the book didn't care for it. Oh, dear. Ne- fans of books are usually so easy to please with movies. I know, right? It should never, ever just be made into a mini series every time, like Good Omen. <laughs> Absolutely. I think there are a few uh, rubbish YA miniseries as well, to be fair. But then That's I think true. those books were quite bad. Uh, but uh, I'm not going to name any of them because I don't want to alienate our, uh, our <laughs> audience with their poor taste in books. Um, in any case, on that note, please uh, listen to us, leave a review. <laughs> Uh, give us um, as many stars as you can mm. spare when you give the review. <laughs> and uh, you can follow us on uh, social media as well at One on One RPG, at Two Copper Pieces, at Elephant Bear, and uh, also join our Discord. You'll find yep. the information in the description. And uh, try and get hashtag One on One RPG movie trending. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Not as good as the book. <laughs> I'm sure, sure there's no uh, copyright issues with that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the wizards will just want to work with us, I think. That's yeah. All. They'll uh, defer to our... No, creative. this is the behind the scenes. This is just about what we do, back the small talk bits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nothing to do with the actual game. That's <laughs> <laughs> the, the real story of how we set up one-on-one RPG. Yeah, inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> it's like the Weird Al story. Absolutely. Um, and I think absolutely, uh, at some point, is going to become the new Indeed, because... <laughs> It's my go-to word now if I'm <laughs> about to say indeed. It's like, yeah, that'll, absolutely. It'll be campaign two, I think. Mm. Uh, so, do you have a listener question? Or is it small talk first? It's small talk first. Oh, apologies. Um, so, uh, some small talk. Uh, what is the smallest piece of wood that could con- still constitute a stake? Topical this week. I see. That's because you can't go too small, otherwise it's just a splinter, and you can't defeat someone's. I think it has to be long enough to actually pierce the heart from the rib cage. Mm. So two inches is that one in what inch and a half? Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> My biology is not that good. Just a big nail, big wooden nail is uh, what to, I'm saying. Is it just got to like touch the heart, or has it got to really like pierce into the heart? I think it's just got to like break through the wall. Of the heart. Yeah, there's a wall there, you know, in Strahd. Mm. A wall. He puts up a wall between himself and the stake. Something he's got in common with Ichabod, I think. <laughs> a wall around his heart. That's exactly it. Um, and what about, uh, let's say, you said, like, would a toothpick count? Like, or has it got to have a certain thickness? Like, if it was a, an inch and a half long toothpick, I think toothpicks about an inch and a half long, would that be good enough? Well, I'm not, you know, uh, as up on uh, vampire biology as I should be as a vampire hunter. But I think it would hurt. I just don't know if it will finish him off or them mm. off. Sorry. 
Yeah. In in vampire things that I've seen, it's always quite a chunky steak, isn't it? Mm. What about if you had one of those splinter-sized ones that you mentioned, but you got it through their heart while they're in bat form? Oh, no, that would do it, yeah. Uh, that would be embarrassing, wouldn't it? Some vampire somewhere has got to have been done in bat form at one point. Mm. So I feel like, would they stay in bat form, or would they return to their normal size, and they just have a tiny splinter in their chest? But <laughs> Well, do, do you... Do they just die or do they turn into a pile of ash or do they just poof and they're done? Oh, that's a good point. Uh, most of my experience comes from watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And in the film, they didn't turn to ash. But when the series came out, they did turn to ash, mm. uh, which I, they probably regretted later on because then that became a lot of their budget. I think. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick, get all the smokers just to tap into this bag. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh, yeah, in the film, there's that vampire that was just hamming it up and not quite dying the whole time. Going, ah, as well. <laughs> that's, that's the guy with the toothpick in his heart. Mm. Oh, All right. <laughs> do we have a listener question? Uh, we do have a listener question. Uh, are you able to play the original audio of the listener question? Oh, yes. Here is the listener question. No misdete honteon einai. Ariston and Paidia. Well, what do you think that, that was? Question? That was from Opera Ghost Twenty One. Um, I honestly, until you specifically, even though he said it around the question, I still looked at it and thought, "Is that Russian or something? What is that?" <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, I, I didn't have a clue. I had to Google it, and I, even then, apparently, I was wrong. Uh, yeah, it's Greek. He says ancient Greek. Oh, well. I mean, what chance did I have, really? Uh, well, he said it um, uh, in the Discord. <laughs> Say some chance. <laughs> <laughs> Still, uh, that was a question. So let's uh... stay tuned to find out what the actual <laughs> question was in English. You have uh, the amount of time it takes me to run this through Google Translate to recap everyone on <laughs> the previous <laughs> session. Last session, even though he said he was never going back to Verlaki, Ichabod and Troop went back to Verlaki to to find Casimir and hopefully get some information from him, only to be informed by Casimir and his friends, not Casimir, but by Casimir's friends, that Casimir wasn't there and they hadn't seen him since the uh, since he'd left for the Amber Temple. At this point, Ichabod, very annoyed, started to take his frustrations out on the fake Ismark, who is fake Ismark, realised he's in trouble here. Somehow, some way, he's rumbled this perfect disguise that Ismark had. So... <laughs> Ichabod uh, <laughs> he tried to cast sleep that was my favourite part uh, Ichabod had more hit points than him and the elves were immune to sleep so <laughs> his mark fell asleep when he awoke he was tied to a chair outside uh, and Ichabod uh, through mysterious uh, so mysterious accident no one knows really what happened uh, Ichabod found out that it wasn't really his mark it was, uh, it was a fake and he took the letter uh, of instruction back to the group, proved it was uh, fake, and that wolves had attacked them and and got gotten uh, gotten fake his mark. But it's okay because uh, Ichabod was fine. Went to went back to Barovia because um, now he's been invited there by the devil himself. He's been invited multiple times, but he's not actually taken him up on it. Uh, Ichabod also going through a very rough patch emotionally. Uh, so at the moment he's he's um, sw- partly swearing himself to his oath of vengeance, uh, which is becoming more and more dominant on on his person in the form of a tattoo. 
But uh, just as he was about to pull into the house of Ismark the, the Lesser, uh, uh, some night scritchers came, totally forgot about the night scritchers. They came out to attack. And that's where we left off. Ah, absolutely. I mean, indeed. Have some inspiration. Oh, thank you. You'll need it because you are currently surrounded by night scritchers. Oh, no. There in this, what's it called? Wagon, wagon station. <laughs> I know that's not what it's called. But the place where the horses go, stable, if you will. <laughs> yep, they're crawling through uh, the windows. They're not really windows. They're just bits, like, bits that hold the roof up. There's a bit of a fence, and there's some beams in between them. They're crawling through those. They're crawling through the entrance. Yep. Now, if you had to had a chance to count them, you would run out of fingers so fast. That, oh, because they'd eat them. Yeah, they'd eat them. Um, and yeah, <laughs> so many of them coming your way. And uh, I see you've rolled initiative. You've got a mighty, very quick thinking six. The Night Scritchers got an incredibly stupid and ponderous five. So, so Ichabod, you're, I don't know how I keep going first in initiative. I have rolled poorly every single time. Yeah. You've managed to roll worse. Basically, you're, you're kind of standing, I'd say, I imagine uh, you're standing in a bit of a circle. It's the classic action uh, sequence where you're outnumbered. Um, you've got... Vlad there, is um Isaac there, Adrian there, and you there, but in a big circle in a little circle, sorry, as the big circle of night scriptures get closer and closer, making um uh making threatening noises like and and then um, they're approaching you very uh intimidatingly. And that's yeah. one of their faces. Do you want to describe yeah. what they look like? They look like wet zombies, if I had to be <laughs> honest. Um imagine a zombie. And now imagine it wet. Can't. <laughs> you can't imagine a zombie. All right. Let me step, let's step this description back a bit then. Uh, they're very gaunt figures with uh, flesh hanging off their bone. Uh, like their cheeks are almost completely gone. Um, oh, and, the cheek of it. Yeah, the cheek of it. Hair is just... It look, wow, it, I feel like I'm describing an old person right now. Um, mm. But they they look wet. They look like a wet old person. They're not as threatening as they <laughs> are it out loud. Yeah, they look. Imagine a threatening wet old person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Best description what, what? since we decided talking about that. Uh, the uh, what's it called? The crest. Oh yeah. What about the crest? The, uh, how good we were at describing it. Uh, I think we're only bad at describing things in Barovia, <laughs> in the village of Barovia. Anyway, yeah. um, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, you are surrounded. What's Ichabod's first move? That's Ichabod. They're all around us. Stay cool, lad. Stay cool. <laughs> holy fist, holy fist. And I'm going to holy fist twice. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm hoping I have space between them and me. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you do. <sighs> They're not right up upon you. you. You would have done it before they got right up. No there. worries at all. Uh, 17 on one. Certainly hits. Eight on the other. Eight certainly hits. Really? It's it's the magic number, yeah. Wow. All right. You guys are in for a world of hurt then. Uh, so on, uh, I'm doing this on two separate night scratches, by the way. Nice. Uh, uh, on the first, I did 12 points of force damage. On the second, I did five points of force damage. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you blast uh, two night scratches out of the way, um, but their uh their spaces are filled by two more very readily it is their turn and they like, oh, these guys uh these guys are easy 
they uh, they move in very quickly towards you now. Oh um, no! <laughs> night scritchers are thrusting in your direction. <laughs> oh no! Uh, they do make three attacks uh, as they go, so they come rushing up and start clawing at you. Like they get a nine and a twenty-one. Does twenty-one hit? I presume it does. The twenty-one definitely hits. Yes. And then plunges its teeth at you as well. So it does 10 slashing and piercing damage. Uh, another one rushes up to you and does the same thing. Does 7 and 12. Does the 12 hit? I don't think it does. Uh, no, it does not. And the bite misses. Managed to kick that one away or keep it at arm's length. And uh, one more comes up to you. Tries to bite you first. Leads with its teeth. As <laughs> <So, laughs> people do. do yeah. Biting. <laughs> and if you I like the fact... It's taken the teeth out of its mouth and it's just holding them in its hand. Yeah. And then follows up with some claws, but misses there as well. But you now have got three of them upon you. Um, with uh, Vlad, uh, he's going to be surrounded by them as well. So it's going to be advantage to the Night Scritchers. It'll be the two on the left is the Night Scritchers. Um, and one of them manages to land a blow on Vlad. Oh! Same with Izek. Uh, but Izek manages to bat them away. And uh, Adrian... He's going to have, uh, a, he's not going to be at disadvantage with his powerful fists. <laughs> he might be able to, oh. Oh, no. Yeah. No, uh, he manages to keep them at bay, but he doesn't, uh, doesn't really. Turn the tide. Turn them. And now they're completely surrounding you now. Uh, is exit. Oh, if only we had some sort of, uh, some sort of weapon that could harm undead. <gasps> much more exponentially. <laughs> it's your turn. I'm doing it. All right. I didn't want to just rush at them. That's how I died the second time. And I'm going to pull out my sunblade, uh, ignite it, obviously, and nice. do blue flame blades. Oh, my gosh. I know. And uh, bear with me while I roll a dice and hopefully manage to hit. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I literally lo- rolled very poorly, but I got a 10. And since the 8 hit, I'm, I'm hoping the, that hits as well. The 10 does hit. Um, yes, <laughs> these are undead creatures, so you can. Add, is it just vampires or is it undead? That uh, it was all undead. Oh, nice. Uh, and uh, I also uh, deal. Uh, where are we to? Oh, uh, the the creature also takes. Hang on, see, I've uh, spellcasting modifier. Uh, three points of fire damage to the second one, uh, and the first one is going to have a bad time. Oh, and it also gets an extra d6. Oh, that's a that's a lot of big numbers. That is twenty five points of fire and radiant damage. The first one. Oh, lovely, nice. Uh, so, as you are kind of surrounded by these things, and you've just pulled out your sunblade, uh, the light, uh, the sunlight glowing. It's very cinematic. So, um, uh, light lighting up the horses in the stables, every corner of the um, every corner oh. of stable now, and uh, you can see the light kind of lighting up their face as well. All, and um, as you swing and arc your sword around, um, you, why are uh, they wet? What's going on? <laughs> you take out about three of them in one hit. Um, one of them isn't quite defeated, but if you roll a d20, eight. Uh, yeah, as you roll a d20, it does fall to the ground as one of its legs falls off, but it's still crawling towards you. Um, with this impressive uh, swing and arc, you've managed to clear a bit of space, so no one is. C- they're very close, but none of them are in base to base, so you can, uh, so people can at least reposition or shift around if they need to. You're giving them everyone a little bit of room. I go back to back with Isaac. Uh, so that's the one I'm talking about. 
Oh, here it goes. <laughs> hey, that's a my line. A I, my don't think I, line. I don't think I'm using that correctly. I don't think that was right. <laughs> Leave it to me. The... <laughs> I love <laughs> that grape soda. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> As you've taken out a bit of a line of them, uh, they continue to make their way, stepping on top of each other. The one that you decapitated uh sort of crawling towards you gets trodden on by the other zombies as they come in uh one of them tries to swipe its claws at you gets a critical miss followed by a critical hit doing slashing damage and then a 13 does that hit uh uh, that is exactly my ac yes then that's 11 damage unless you wanted to use shield or something i don't know if you got anything no I i do still have my shield i haven't used it yet this day uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hold it for a minute because I'm about to go into a very dangerous situation. I'd like to have a shield if needed. Fair enough. Uh, and then uh, the another two get right up towards you. So 17, a 14, and another critical hit for a total of 10 <laughs> slashing and piercing damage. You lulled me into a full sense of security there at the start when you you kept missing me. <laughs> yeah. Well, as you can see from the critical hit. Um, a twin a critical hit for them is 23 so they're yeah. so they've got a plus three they're not the best but then your ac is not the best so um and then uh, one more coming over another miss a miss and uh, another hit as it plunges its teeth into you you've got sort of hanging on hanging onto your arm now you're surrounded by them again yeah. um as for uh vlad's turn similar to before uh, they managed to land another blow on vlad uh, he's uh, he reels back a bit tries to uh he manages sacred flame the one on the floor uh and then on uh Isaac, uh yeah they managed to get a blow on Isaac this time so oh. he uh, lost the upper hand with them and then on adrian he managed to punch one of their heads right off flings across the uh, stable <laughs> and hits the wood paneling um but uh you see a few more rifling in not quite as many as previously but um it seems to be quite a lot of them here making uh threatening noises and getting their claws and baring their teeth uh, it's your turn again ichabod um <coughs> ichabod um i'm going to try something i tried a while ago am i able to uh, tell me if this is a viable option am i able to get onto the carriage and drive over them or are they a bit too spaced um, out for that well they have they are all quite densely packed around you at the moment yeah um, so i can't get to the carriage you could attempt to get to the carriage you would be um you would have to climb over three or four of them or find some other way of doing that or clearing a path uh you'd also be leaving vlad who is um on the road Been hit twice yeah no uh, um, sh- never never <laughs> i will i will uh take a, another blue flame blade at them um again call me crazy if this isn't going to work does it look like there's some kind of beam across the the ceiling that i can slice through and have that collapse on like four or five of them oh yeah you might um you might either damage. have to like climb on someone's shoulders or throw the <laughs> sword up to the ceiling. Oh, I'm going to do it. Let's do it. I'm gonna, I turn to Isaac and say, Aliyup. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Aliyup, me, me. <laughs> so, no, he, he knows what an Aliyup is um, yeah. from his days in the circus, which is yet <laughs> to tell you about. <laughs> oh, wow. As soon what as you say story. His his uh, his hands are together in a big fist and he's crouched down, ready to go, <laughs> almost as if based on muscle memory. And um, make an athletics check with advantage, okay. or it could be acrobatics if you if uh, you prefer, because he's doing most of the heavy lifting. <laughs> I would absolutely love acrobatics. Uh, oh, 21! 
Nice. He goes, hey, oh, here it goes. And he throws <laughs> you up to the ceiling. <laughs> uh, do I need to make an attack roll against the beam? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm going to use my advantage here just to give myself a little bit of help. That's much better. Uh, that is a, where am I? 22 to hit. Uh, nice. You strike the beam truly. What's the damage on the beam? I'm going to do green flame, bla- uh, blue flame blade again as well, just to give myself a bit of extra zhush to it. Uh, that is 13 points of damage. Uh, nice. Yeah, you slice right through the beam, and as you're dropping down uh, back onto, uh, Izek kind of catches you in both arms. <laughs> And uh, the roof um, collapses on one side, um, taking out about half of them. Um, you've not got a very clear way out that way, but now, now you've got a bit of a slope that leads up to the roof, um, which is currently clear. Yeah, I, um, I usher my friend. I'm like, move, move, exit. And we like back up, fighting sword, sword to hilt, to claw to teeth. Okay, uh, nice. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Vlad, um, Vlad, no problem. Um, Izek, no problem. Uh, Adrian, uh, the last one to go up, uh, takes an attack of opportunity, and um, the uh, the the and he really flubs it as well as he tries to get away from them. So he uh, takes a couple of uh, a, a scratch and a bite. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing quite well against them before, so the momentum's kind of shifted in their favour when it comes to Adrian now a little bit. Uh, but he does get away from them with the rest of you now. You're sort of uh, 15. You're on top of the roof now. There's a bit of um, a bit of a walk, room uh, where you are. It's there's not a lot of roof left, but there's a little bit of a walkway on the left hand side that would take you to more of the roof, which might be a bit sturdier. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's their turn. They are how fast are they? Let's see. Uh, they are not the fastest. Um, they start making their way up towards you up the slope of the roof um they have to double move and uh, now the four of you up there on the roof there's um about four of them face to face with you as some more of them start crawling up the roof but they've used all of their movement to get away um are you would you i mean do you what do you want the others to do do you want them to disengage and move on do you want them to stand and fight have you given them a command i i i haven't yet but i'm i'm about to Vlad, for the love of love of the Raven Queen, please heal me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, Adrian, Isaac, let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> um, they take, they nod at you, and they take that to mean they're going to destroy the roof. That's uh, the dr- destroy the other bit of the roof slope. Um, yeah, sounds good. Fabulous. Um, yeah, uh, Vlad will uh, cast cure wounds on you. Uh, he'll rub his hands together and then put them on your shoulders as if he's giving you a sports massage. <laughs> you then, can do it, chap. Get back in there. Yeah. And he does a level three, so you get um, four, 15 hit points back. I will take it. But uh, you notice as he does it, he looks pretty beaten up and out of breath. Um, okay. The other two are going to try and pound the roof in, and uh, Izek's got his uh, great big sword shimitar thing he's going to use. Um, yeah, they managed to hit the roof. And, uh, yeah, the, with Adrian, like, stamping on it and punching it and smashing it and Izek chopping at it and hacking at it, um, the slope of the roof just drops <laughs> down. It's yeah. okay. He didn't have a carriage anyway. <laughs> it, 
Yeah, it didn't land on the on your carriage. <laughs> as you as you look down and survey the scene, you see a lot of these Strahd zombies down there. You also see uh, your um, Boris and Horse too, just standing there completely sedately as the um, Knights Richards completely ignore them. Um, one still, Knights I, Richard, <laughs> sorry, go on. I still feel so betrayed by Boris and Horse too. I can't believe they've been spying on me this entire time. <laughs> One night Scritcher still hangs on to the beams that you're currently standing on with the, by his fingertips, like looking up at you. Ah. Um, but just before it is your turn, um, a, uh, a man with long flowing black hair and a really cool uh, black uh, billowing trench coat um, starts walking out. You can just see the top of his head, but his, his left arm is extended with this really um, ornate golden uh, cross that he's just pointing right towards them. And he says, you must, you must stand back. Be gone, you foul creatures. And then in his other hand, it looks like a, like a bone, like a, like a big bone, basically. It's got around, just around the hilt, um, like a band encrusted with jewels. And he just like whacks one of them in the face with it. Their teeth go flying out and the head goes flying off. And then he swings around and hits another one. Uh, in the face and a similar thing happens and the rest of them seem to be they don't seem to be uh, scared of that weapon but they do seem to be bothered by the cross that is pointing at them um and then uh, it's your turn um uh so uh does so they look scared of uh ismark uh yes uh, i'm guessing this ismark. is ismark yeah yeah i don't recognize him without blonde hair <laughs> uh well you saw him with black hair before yeah i know i know uh, so they're scared of him, but they haven't had their turn yet, so they haven't fled yet. I'm w- <sighs> Some of them, they don't seem to be, like, turning tail and running, but they seem to be keeping their distance from that cross. Okay, um, okay. There's one of them still hanging on the beams uh, where you are, and uh, Ismark uh, is kind of just Max whacking them in the face with the with the bone club thing that he's got. Well, keeping them at bay with the cross at the moment. I'm I'm going to turn around to Vlad, uh, pay it forward, and I'm going to rub my hands and go healing palm, and I'm going or holy palm, and I'm going to pump uh, ten points of lay on hands into him, uh, and then and like I'm getting it back though. Oh yeah, sorry. I meant I'm paying it forward uh, to back to you. Yes, no, yeah, I get it. I hear it now. <laughs> and then I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand between him and the remaining night scriptures. Mm. Cool. Is it your action to use? Home? It is. It is. Mm. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, so that one night scripture that's still hanging on um, is going to try and pull itself up, uh, and it's going to lose his uh, grip on the beam <laughs> and, <laughs> and fall down and land on its back. Um, it doesn't. Uh, doesn't really seem to be. I was going to say. It's, it, it just sort of, as it falls down, it tries to scratch at the air and stuff. Uh, it lands on its back and then sort of slowly gets back to its feet. Some of the other night scritches you can see underneath the roof that collapsed. There's mm-hmm. a couple of arms hanging out and their fingers are still wriggling, um, but they're stuck under the roof at the moment. Um, Is it a thatched roof for this carriage house, this stable? No, it's, it's like planks. It's ah. like, uh, like yeah. plank bidings and stuff. Cool. Um, all right. The night scritchers are going to, they're keeping their distance. Uh, the ones in front of Ismark are keeping their distance. The ones that don't have the cross pointed uh, directly at them are a bit bolder than that. So they go and uh, try and get Ismark. Uh, but he uh, just turns around. His his cape billows and twirls like a uh, fancy dress. 
Whoa. Fancy dress. And um, he swings his bone club around and catches three of them across the base, and they just spin off and um, drop to the ground motionless. And then he looks up at you, locking eyes with you, and then he turns back towards them. Yeah, I'm the Ichabod suitably impressed. (laughs) Then um, uh, uh, Izek and Adrian look at you and say, "Uh, should we jump down there and help him? But of course. Uh, He looks like he's doing okay. Well, that'll make our job easier, won't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, they jump down, attempt a superhero landing. Uh, they both manage a superhero landing. <laughs> they go back to back with Ismark uh, now and help defend him. It's now your turn. I there's there's probably about six or seven of these things left that aren't squashed by the roof. Even though it's completely uh, ludicrous, Ichabod is going to take off his boot and throw it at one. Nice <laughs> scratches. Get out of here. Scoot. Go. And then I'm going to jump down. Okay. You're going to have disadvantage jumping without a boot. <laughs> That's fine. Landing on this lumpy roof. It's already okay. happened. It's fine. All right. <laughs> no right. So make a uh, a strength roll because that would be your um. Or it could be dex if you prefer. Um, I would prefer for your thingy. Uh, what is it? What unofficial weapon thing? What's it called? Improvised weapon. Attack. Improvised weapon. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's a ranged weapon, so yeah, it's... Sex is fine, yeah. Yeah, good, good. So, plus two. Uh, nine! Yes! Nine hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I think it's a D4, plus yes. your... Oh, I'm going to say plus your dex, though. I think technically it should be strength. <laughs> but it's fine. Go for it. Roll a four! I'm, on, I'm good at rolling high numbers on low, small dice. Uh, <laughs> six points of damage as my boot catches him. Nice. One of the night scratches. <laughs> Feels a boot across his cheek um, and then um, stops looking at Ismark and turns to look at you. <laughs> turns to look up at you and then watches you drop down. His arms are filled with murderous rage. <laughs> Before, these things, although very threatening and intimidating, seemed emotionless. But now, <laughs> you've admitted something in this one. <laughs> you are, you're not even worth my other boot. <laughs> Vlad standing up up on the beams. <laughs> you leave my Ichabod alone. <laughs> and my he Ichabod. Does a, <laughs> he uh, does a what's it what's it called? Spiritual, not spiritual weapon. Sacred flame. Sacred flame. Yeah, he powers up this really overpowered sacred flame <laughs> because he got a critical hit on his <laughs> on his. <laughs> sacred. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just you can see this um, night creature that really has it in for you. <laughs> Uh, his his flesh just starts boiling a bit and his head eventually just explodes and he drops to the floor and then you you're welcome and then uh, <laughs> i shoot him some finger pistols <laughs> the uh the remaining ones uh the there three of them are being held off by uh the the cross but the other, I, just, uh, I have another boot you monsters <laughs> they get they go and uh, try it on uh, Izek, Adrian, and um, let's see. One of them might go for you. One of them might go for Ismark. So odds for you, evens for Ismark. Going for Ismark. <laughs> Scared of my foot. Yeah. Uh, Izek manages to chop one of them's heads off. Adrian. <laughs> uh, Adrian goes to punch one, but it just sort of uh, dodges out of the way and chomps him on the arm. Oh. And then uh, for Ismark. Um, Again, just turns around, another head gone, thanks to that bone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he's very proficient with that. Um, all right, then it's back to you, Ichabod. I look at the, I look at all the ones still trapped underneath the roof, and I look <laughs> at the sunblade, and I'm like, I wave it in that direction. Like, am I setting it on fire? Am I not? What's what's going on with this? Am I? <laughs> as soon as you point the sunblade towards the roof and shove it through, the the wooden beams start catching a light. Uh, you realize you're standing on it. <laughs> you will have time to get off of it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this went up a lot quicker than I thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's a very powerful blade. <laughs> This has not gone the way he wouldn't have expected any of it. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to hop off with one boot and uh, <laughs> the charge of the others of the other uh, night scratchers. <laughs> uh, Vlad, you might want to back up there. <laughs> Some blade aloft. You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then it's the night scratchers goes, the ones underneath the now um, uh, ignited roof, which is... Uh, continuing to burn are sort of wriggling and desperately trying to get out but they can't um the three that remain uh no four that remain uh, there's going to be one for each of you one for Isaac. oh it gets Isaac. that uh, scratches him across the face uh adrian manages to dodge the bite this time and punches that zombie's head off uh ismark deals with his one no problem oh yeah and then one of them i should actually roll for the one that goes to get you <laughs> so, yeah uh see critical hit yeah well, 11, no, miss. Oh, 19, miss. and uh, 17. Yeah. So it does, uh, with a claw and a bite, four points of damage altogether. Um, Vlad is going to try and take one of them out with his uh, sacred flame again. He does, he manages to. The one that bites you just erupts in flame, drops to the ground, and then Vlad starts to notice the fire, starts licking up the beams. Yeah. <laughs> we um, those cursed night scratchers seem to have set the building on fire. <laughs> I was looking right at you. I saw you do. <laughs> my goodness. My, my father's stable will never have a horse now. Never <laughs> bend a horse again. <laughs> Don't worry. I can fix this. <laughs> uh, is it? No. <laughs> it needs to burn. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, we're good. This is a good thing. Excellent. Ca- cathartic, yes. Well, I'm accepting it. That's that's the best I can say. And he looks off into the distance. Um, and then, uh, what's it? Vlad uh, runs around on one side of the beams <laughs> furthest away from the fire and goes <laughs> over to the other bit. I race, I race under and go, I'll catch you. I'll catch you. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not rolling well. Um, persuasion is a seven. Well, with your seven, he just shakes his head. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he just the side out of the roof. There, um, now it's your go again. Is he? Is he? Is he down? Has he twisted his ankle at all? Is he rolling? No, he's it? still on the roof, but he's on the bit that. Oh, a he's bit not going to jump. A, bit more of a platform. Um, so it hasn't reached him yet. Um, I don't. Uh, I wish I had a non-burning weapon. <laughs> um, I said I'd catch you, Blair. Just like cutting down. <laughs> <laughs> just look here let's just crush an x on the floor <laughs> with the flaming blade no um could i try and do like a controlled burn uh, like cut ahead of the the fire so it doesn't spread to the actual is the coach house attached to the actual house or is it a separate building um it's, it's kind of a lean to i guess yes yeah, yeah can i try and c- cut ahead of the flame so it doesn't spread towards the building uh yeah you can uh it's yeah would that be like uh, an intelligence check or uh i guess like sleight of hand sleight of hand okay that's good 
I'm going to use another different die though, just on the off chance that this one is going to work for me. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> I rolled so many threes. Um, that is a five. Uh, yeah, so you you slice right through that bit of wood, and um, it uh, it really catches. There are a lot of dry dried off bits that are ready to catch fire. There a bit of uh, like dry rot, and um, yeah, and it seems to be uh, it's it's licking all, all the way along the at uh, the the stable itself, and oh dear, it's also uh, sort of licking its way towards the house, which is made of um, mainly made of wood itself as well. Oh dear. Um... <laughs> I have a second plan that's even worse than this plan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I will have to, are we still in initiative order or can I go ahead and do it? No, there's still two um, enemies. So it's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot there were more enemies. Okay. Um, no, <laughs> I, I start running towards the uh, encroaching fire again. Okay. All right. Uh, two of the, uh, there's two night scritches remaining. One of them goes for, um, Adrian, one of them goes for uh, his ex. So the one on Adrian uh, just about gets the better of Adrian. It's been a bit of back and forth, but he's uh, he's looking a bit worse for wear. Yeah, yeah. got a scratch right along his arm. And then yeah. uh, Ismark, uh, Ismark deals with his one rather handily. Um, <laughs> Isaac is going to uh, deal with one of them. Uh, he very successfully uh, defeats it, just swing. Uh, he's really good with that phone club. Smack, cracks its head in drops to the ground and uh vlad is going to um sacred flame one of them and uh again very no problem all of the night scritches have been defeated um nevertheless with the much of the um much of the stable burning down and some of it making its way towards the main house um ismark looks at you as a, the, that wasn't licensed for you to destroy my home <laughs> Don't no worry, I've got this. I've got this. All right, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna cast armor of Agapis on myself, which uh, coats me in um, icy armor. Oh, nice. And then I'm going to bodily leap at the fire <laughs> in the hope that the frost cold damage from my armor of Agapis will put it out. <laughs> well, it's not, there's not a tremendous amount of fire. Like you stood in much more fire than this <laughs> yeah, before. I have. <laughs> so, um. Compared with that, um, this is not quite as dangerous as previous attempts. Um, you'll, uh, you leap at the fire that's making its way towards the house, I presume? Yep. That's the spat-specific yeah. bit. Well, I'm not going for the, the staple bit. It, it does six damage, and what it takes... Completely absorbed by the armor of Agathis, thank okay. goodness, and it takes ten points of cold damage. <laughs> yeah, um, you, manage, you manage to freeze that bit of fire off. It singes, and it goes... It's, it's done. Bits of the stable are still burning, and Vlad is still standing on the roof. <laughs> uh, I just cough and because of the smoke. And <laughs> See, I totally had it in hand. <laughs> uh, Ismark goes over to um, what looks to be a small, um, small well uh, by uh, just sort of attached to the side of his house. He scoops up a pail of water that's hanging there and just starts chucking it at the fire. Um, it's not doused out yet, but I assume you, you'll all be able to uh, take care of it um, with everyone working together. Yeah. Um, Isaac and Adrian go and help Vlad down from the roof. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, once that's dealt with, uh, Ismark stands there facing you. Um, no smile curling up across his lips. He's just staring at you. Says, so you've made it here now. Absolutely. It's like there is no justice in this plane. 
I still do my best, Ismark. And sometimes, yes, my best falls short. And as I say, I look over at the uh, the night scratches that I trapped underneath the roof and then set alight. <laughs> and I feel my forearm burn again a bit. And I look down and now uh, no mercy for the wicked has uh, emblazoned itself upon my arm. Mm. Uh, those are some sweet tats, man. <laughs> yeah, they just seem to uh, be writing themselves on me. Oh, well, perhaps you might want to see a medical professional. It's on my to-do list. Uh, um, may we ask for lodgings while we recoup before heading into the castle? I say this away from the horse, by the way. And that is such an odd thing. I, like, I start to talk to his mark. I'm like, look over the horses. Like, like, no, this over here, just around the corner. <laughs> it's, um, you're keeping an eye out for the horses. They don't look towards you at all, but you do see their ears kind of rotate a little bit as if they're trying oh. to... So they're trying to hear you. I'm so betrayed. Yeah. Um, you also remember that you're allowed to come and go to the castle anyway. I, I know I am, but I, I still don't want the devil to know my plans. Mm, fair enough. Uh, is, is Mark says, come, come inside. And then um, he opens the door and gestures. All of you come inside. You'll be safe inside. We go inside. Okay. We'll, we'll be safe inside. As you enter, you recall last time you were here, the place stank because it had a dead body in it. Um, there was uh, a bunch of dead flowers around the yep. place. Yep. Uh, there were um, symbols of the Morning Lord um, all over the place uh, to try and keep the uh, the vampires at bay. Some mm-hmm. of them are still there by the door, um, but there's far fewer Morning Lord symbols. Um, everything seems a lot brighter, although there's not many candles, uh, partly because there's so much um, like stuff. There's a lot of sort of tri- like really. At first, it looks like quite an impressive like treasure hoard. There's so much stuff in here. It looks like uh, jewels, ornaments, um, coins, and stuff like that. But then, when you look at it a lot more, uh, a bit more closely, it's it, it's not really authentic stuff. It looks like there's a lot of cheap tat in here. Um, you also notice up in the um, sort of rafters of the house are some um, black birds with uh, white breasts, um, sort of perching around their heads oh. around rather manically and um they look at you uh, seemingly with curiosity uh queenie notices them and she goes <gasps> no i haven't i haven't resummoned queenie oh, yet sorry. since i dissipated her apologies queenie doesn't do that <laughs> because she's not there yeah um, but um uh yeah and then uh, you as is mark rolls in you notice he's got his his, his white sort of um frilly puffy shirt underneath his cool black uh, trench coat um, he's uh, gotten a lot better at applying his makeup. It looks very flattering now. <laughs> his uh, white pasty makeup and black eyeliner. Um, and uh, yeah, very fancy uh, boots as he stomps in through the through the place as well. Um, you'll see um, that there's another symbol as well that you'll recognize. You want to make a religion check? I would love to make a religion check, but we'll With see how advantage. that shakes out. With advantage. Oh, very nice. 18. Thank goodness uh, I had yeah. advantage. This is like a circular shape, but it's, it's kind of circular with some points all around it. More like a, a sort of a beer bottle cap shape with a, a bird in the middle of it. Um, Do I recognize the bird? Is it a magpie? Yeah, it's uh, uh, the symbol of the magpie queen. You mm. got a glimpse of it when you met her before. Yeah. Uh, as, you all, um, as you all entered and uh, Ismark rolls in, he closes the door behind him. 
and uh, says, well, uh, it's good that you all uh, you are all safe, and uh, not one of you dead. That's good. It is good to see that you are thriving as well. Well, I don't know about that. Soon we will rescue your sister from the devil. Do not, do not fret. I she don't... still, she still lives. By the way, just in case you were worried. I know she lives. I have eyes in many places. Wow, <laughs> it's become really creepy. <laughs> he looks up at his uh, magpies in the rafters. How have you? Uh, how have you been holding up, this Mark? I've been doing better. I've been taking control. No, I'm not following anyone anymore. I've become the as the town now looks looks to me to be its burgomaster without mm. uh, without mockery. And uh, I've I've also grown in confidence that I'll be able to take back what isn't what what was taken from me. He clenches his fist. You've certainly uh, become the burgomaster your father wished you to become. I don't know about that, but. How have you been, Ichabod? Bad, I'll be honest, bad. Things things just keep going going bad for me. You, you keep trying to roll with the punches, but, uh, yeah, the punches keep on punching. Yes, I'm glad I got out of that when I did, and then Vlad's like, Hey, you, wait a minute. No, Vlad, <laughs> calm down. I'll, I'll flat back. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you abandoned us. <laughs> Good cause, Vlad. It's okay. It's okay. We all need to go our own path. But do you mind if we stay here this morning just to recoup our... We just took a bit of a beating. Someone said, uh, you're stable on fire. <laughs> I did. It was me. I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm trying to do better at telling the truth as well to my allies. Um, when, uh, when he hears you admit the truth, <laughs> you, you, I don't know if this is what made you uh, change your mind about lying, but when you first said someone set a stable on fire, he immediately rolled his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, when you uh, told the truth, he gave you another um, more considered look. He says, oh, yes, of course you may stay. I, f- I feel that we have much to discuss mm. because, uh, I, I, well, I don't want things. I don't want you getting in my way. You tell me your plan and I'll tell you my plan. And hopefully our plans won't get in each other's way. I think you should tell me your plan first. Okay. Well, to start with. Wait a minute. Uh, and he clicks his fingers, and then uh, a couple of ravens fly in with uh, some teapots and teacups. You mean magpies? Magpies, sorry. Yeah, magpies. Um, but they're very clumsily. They're splashing tea everywhere. Um, but they manage, just p- manage to put one in each of your hands and then uh, try and pour it out. But it's just all over the teacup, all over your sleeves, as well as in a little bit in the cup. He looks nonplussed. I, I don't mention it. I'm not going <laughs> to... I've been invited in. I'm not going to kick up a stink about this. While this is happening, though, I would like to re-summon Queenie, if that's okay. Uh, I I turn my back as well. I'm I'm getting more confident in it, but I don't don't leave the room. I just turn my back, and the the same process happens. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, no, no, just a second, just a second. I'm I'm summoning Queenie. What's wrong? (laughs) 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 it's easier you know just tears streaming down my face like (laughs) bile uh, wiped off my chin yeah that used to be a lot harder (laughs) all four of them are just looking at you like you're disgusting (laughs) 
Queenie shakes off the uh, the bile and spit, <laughs> and then, then uh, she looks up at the ravens. In, in the, the magpies. Uh, oh, the magpies, yeah, sorry. Um, and goes, Aah! and then that she flies up to one of them, the, another one flies towards her, and they start, like, pecking at each other. Hey, and then, no! No! Bad! I slap my own wrist as if that's going to do anything. Bad! No! Stop! Well, when you slap your wrist, she uh, she looks at you as if say, aww, and then she flaps away back towards you. And then, Unless this was some kind of flirting thing. You stop that right now. <laughs> no, I think they were fighting. Oh, good. I'm glad I stopped them then. I wouldn't want your magpie to be hurt. <laughs> yes. The, uh, the, uh, the magpie, uh, the magpies and the ravens don't tend to get on very well. Yes, I can imagine. I, I take different, the, um, the... <laughs> they have different philosophies on life. I take the half full teacup and just like sip it a little bit and it tastes very gamey. <laughs> mm. I just put it back, pull a face and I just put it back on the saucer and carry on talking. Sorry, is that disgusting? No, no, it's fine. Settles the stomach. Yes, that's what I think about your little ritual that you just did as well. Yeah, I, if you, I haven't got a better way of doing it. I, I'm sure you, you, you have uh, just a wave your hand and it appears. But uh, Queenie is a part of me and I am a part of her. No, uh, this is how I summon uh, uh, Kingy. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> and he gets out this, uh, um, this ornate. Um, it looks like a gold brazier, but actually looks like a, it's probably more like tin and slightly gold plated. And <laughs> he sprinkles some uh, some stuff in there that he takes out of his um, components pouch, uh, lights it on fire, and uh, there appears a magpie. <laughs> Not even a bony magpie, just a magpie. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> it was a bony <laughs> one, probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Queenie, I, that he's, it was so lame. What a what a lame way to summon. Not not like you and me, yeah. We're the coolest. <laughs> Nuzzles your face a bit. Yeah, Tim Ray. <laughs> so, um, yes, your plan. Uh, my plan. Uh, well, I was just giving you an update on allies first. Um, Van Helsing is no more. Uh, got taken out by Winter Splinter. I, I, the the Van Helsing, the vampire hunter. Yes, yes. I don't think I ever had the pleasure of meeting him, but I, I heard I've heard tales of him. We, and... I think you, we met. Oh my, I might have been on my own uh, when I met him the first time. He was actually the uh, circus performer in um, who so fireworks in Valaki, mm. disguised. Uh, Esmeralda is good. She's about somewhere. Who's that? Uh, Van Helsing's apprentice. Ah, this is like when uh, when father was alive and he'd tell me about long lost long uh long um long lost family members that i'd never met myself okay i'm gonna get down to the crux of it then i have one last uh a goal to achieve of the five goals that um the the oracle the soothsayer of the distani gave me uh before i am able to confront the devil and that is to find the clumsy knight in his dungeons Hope once that is done, hopefully a new path will appear before me. Because at the moment, uh, through very upsetting circumstances, I have be- agreed to be the devil's best man at his we- wedding. Um, at the mention of clumsy knight, he kind of raises an eyebrow, and um, when you say hopefully a new path will appear for you, he kind of goes, "Not you've not changed at all." Yeah, I'm stumbling forwards one step at a time. You're looking for 
you're looking for a path and looking for uh, a reason not to take responsibility for yourself and your own actions. I am not powerful enough yet to defeat the devil. I was hoping to find that power in the Amber Temple, but the price was too high. Are you not powerful enough or are you scared? It can be two things. I hate my brother with a burning passion, the likes of which I've never known. Well, I, re- so go I remember that I was in love with my beloved, and I remember that I cared for her deeply, but I don't love her at the moment. I don't rem- I remember loving her, but I'm not in love with her now. It is a weird shadow of an emotion, and it the only thing that truly drives me is the hatred of my brother. Do you know what happens to um, the last replacement for your beloved Tatiana? No. So uh, was you... it the um, was it Petrina, Casimir's sister, or was it uh, was it that the ghost's sister who from uh, the swamp? Uh, Strad, since Tatiana has had three wives. It was Ludmila, the oldest bride, mm-hmm. at nearly 200. She survived the longest. Anastasia Karolova and Valenta Popovsky, all of them killed when they were clearly not enough for him. While you go on your quest to find some special sword and some clumsy knight, he says with like, air quotes, um, my sister is about to be wed to him. I am going to make sure that that doesn't happen. Or if it does, it will be a very short-lived wedding. And she won't be the one that dies. I am going to take responsibility for this. You would, have me, you, you would attack the devil himself in the heart of his castle. While you have been con- carrying on with your quest, finding items for various things, I have been doing some research. Do you know... That if you kill the devil in, out, of, uh, out of his castle, he will disperse into cloud and return to his castle. No, I didn't know that. You know that even if you kill him in his castle, he will return to his coffin to, to be reborn again or respawn. No, I didn't know that. So there is little point in defeating him out here anywhere else. So how can so how do we defeat him then? Once he is in his once he has uh, once he is in his coffin, we need to plunge. We need to defeat him. We need to plunge a stake into his heart or burn the remains. Did you know that he has a heart of darkness? Now that sounds like a metaphor, but in one of his towers there is a literal enormous gem, which sees that any damage he might suffer is in fact, suffered by that item. Is that the heart of the dragon? Yes, so you do know something. I, I have met some people who uh, talked, referred to it, yes. And do you know then that he was cursed in the Amber Temple in exchange for his power? And although he seeks true happiness, he shall never have it. He shall never have it. Yes, that I was able to find out. So he must be destroyed. And while you have time with your priorities to swan around and collect trinkets, 
My sister's life is at stake, as is the rest of my town, and as is the rest of this plague. So what is your plan? When time comes for the wedding, I will use my, uh, my crucifix, and he holds up the, uh, the cross that he's got, to, to force him back into his tomb. I will beat the shit out of him with this. And he holds up this <laughs> bone. Um, the thigh bone of St. Markovia, the last person to, uh, to really push him back. And then when he is all but beaten, I will plunge a stake into his chest. That's my plan. It's a good plan. I have this. And I pull the, uh, the symbol of Ravenkind out of my pocket. One of my trinkets that I was able to recover. It can hold vampires. I would ask that we synchronize our efforts and we can make better use of our powers to combine. It sounds like a good idea, but can I trust you to, to do what you say you're going to do? Uh, Vlad uh, is Mark, uh, sorry, Vlad, Izek and Adrian. Are like, it's like a tennis match for them. They're looking back at <laughs> the no, they're both like, they're all looking at you. Yeah. Uh, I, I was about to say I've never lied to him, but then I was like, absolutely, I have <laughs> lied to him so many times. Um, let me retrieve this last ally in the clumsy night, and then we shall, while we are still, uh, while I'm still thought of as an ally of the devil, we can make our way inside and plot. You and I could try to take down the devil himself, who I might allies take care of this heart of darkness, this gem, this dragon's heart, whatever it may be. If they can remove that from the picture, we will have an easier time of it. That's, um, look, you do, you do what you want. If, uh, if you need to retrieve this ally, this clumsy knight, he says with air quotes, um, yes, do, you do that. I, I won't wait. On the day of the wedding, it's in three days, I will enact my plan. If you're ready, fight with me. If not, I won't wait any longer. I will be there. You have my word. Let's see if that's worth anything. Do you have... Is there a particular signal you are waiting for? Like, are we waiting for... Should anyone have any objections? Or are we literally waiting for... Just going to rush him at the head of the altar? signal will be when I take out this crucifix and point it at him and start giving him peace of my mind while I whack him in the face with my thigh bone. <laughs> Very well. I will see you in uh, three days then. I meant that as a cool exit line. I'm not actually going anywhere. I still need to rest. <laughs> he nods. Uh, but yeah, uh, do you want to say anything to anyone else before you um, get some sleep or for the night? Like, do you want to talk to Vlad or Adrian? I, I would like to... <clears throat> I would like to talk to Vlad and Adrian and Isaac uh, away from the earshot of the the magpies because I know he has he listens through them. I mm. say, uh, yeah, Ismark is a powerful ally, but I fear he has driven, been driven bad by vengeance. <laughs> I guiltily <laughs> look down at my tattoo that is appearing on my forearm. <laughs> they, um, make an insight check. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear, not not great, not great. Where am I? Uh, insights zero. I keep looking. I know it's zero. Yeah, I got rolled an eight. Uh, yeah, when when your allies exchange glances, you assume that they're concerned that Ismark is absolutely vengeance as you. Yeah, 
We're the, that's who we're talking about. Is Mark? We're definitely not talking about anyone else. <laughs> um, his plan has merit, has potential, but it also has great risk. Yeah. Uh, Let's do the safe plan. We will retrieve the clumsy knight. Then, uh, using your strength, I may have to send you to defeat this heart of darkness. I can do it. I'm really strong. I know you are, Adrian. <laughs> I'm teasing. I know it was. I know it was you, Vlad. You are. You are the strongest of all. Um, yes. And then, once that is done, I will need you to hightail it over to me, uh, because I will absolutely need help fighting fighting the devil. I don't care what Ismark says. It is not something that we can do alone. No. We are stronger together. We shall do it. We shall do this for you and for Barovia. And um, a- uh, Adrian says, yeah, we'll do it. You're right. It's the furthest any of the Raven Queen's heroes have come. You've got some unorthodox methods. <laughs> but I think, I think she chose wisely this time. As he says, you've got some unorthodox methods. I look down and realize I did not retrieve my boot. <laughs> mm, somehow it seems to work out for me. Uh, noticing you looking at your uh, barefoot, um, Vlad uh, pulls out a boot and hands it to you. From you. It's your boot. You've just, been, <laughs> you've just been holding on to this? <laughs> <laughs> Everything, like, you know, you're talking to Ismark, everything's a bit weird. If I was like, oh, here's your boot in the middle. <laughs> My foot was cold the entire time. It was so hard to pay attention. <laughs> I put the, I put the, that's why I had that grouchy look on my face the entire time. It's like a crypt in that room. I put the boot back on my foot. And there's a hole in it. Oh. It's like a boot. The boot. If the boot fits. <laughs> no, I think I don't know the rest of that saying. I should have probably looked it up. Anyway, let's have, a, have ourselves a short rest and we'll make mm-hmm. it make our way into the castle this uh, this afternoon or this evening uh could do with a long rest <laughs> oh oh you weren't joking okay then um <laughs> okay a long rest then we'll head into the castle at night what could possibly go wrong with that cool all right uh anything else you want to say or are you ready to turn in uh, i'm ready to turn i think everything that uh, needs to be said has been night? said we've got more information mm-hmm. it was i thought it was night now no if it was morning as we approached because we traveled through the night to get here uh well, when you when you have a long rest, it will be uh, morning sort of again, late evening, uh, early evening, I'd say, rather than oh, night. Okay, excellent. Well, that's that's good enough. So we'll have two and a half days till the wedding. We really need to get our body clocks back sorted. When is the wedding during the day, or is the wedding happening at night? Is that specified on the card? Uh, yeah, on the card it's not specified. No, it just said the day. It just said the date, which is yeah. now, uh, yeah, three days away. We'll find out. We'll speak to Rahadine or, or Irina when we get to the uh, when we get to the castle. All right, hands in. Uh, Ichabod puts his uh, tattooed arm in together. Together, together, together. On a count of three: one, two, three. Raven Queen Barovia together. <laughs> I, I didn't know what we were going to say. <laughs> I didn't know what we were going to say. I just said everything. <laughs> they say it consecutively. <laughs> so <laughs> they figure out what's said. And you'll throw your hands up in the air and then uh, you have a sleep. Um, then uh, there's some dinner available to anyone that wants it when they wake up because it's uh, evening. Wine and cheese. Delicious. Yeah. Did you want to ask anything else before you left about like people of the town or anything like that? Are you? 
Oh, yes. Um, before we leave, uh, I did want to inquire about Father Donovic and Doru. Uh, Ismark tells you that um, Father Donovic and Doru have uh, sort of reopened the church, but it's quite grim. And uh, sometimes people turn up there. Not everyone always comes back. How, how, like, how are the rest of the people of the town? How are they? Yeah, I mean, morally, not morally, like, morale-wise. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant, and you know it. Yes, they're, um, I mean, Rover is not the uh, the most high-spirited place, but um, yes, the ones that attend the church, we try to stop them, but they are delusional. They think they can ascend. They're offering uh, them uh, a way out, which is obviously not happening. I think you can guess what's happening. Are they being turned into vampires, or are they just being drained of their life? Probably a little from column A, a little from column B. I probably want to be dealing with that before I head into the castle, then. We'll discuss it after the long rest. Yes, but once we defeat Strahd and lightning strikes, um, everything will uh, everything will be right. Uh, Ichabod nods, not fully believing it. All right, we'll stop there. Not yeah. quite a cliffhanger, but I think it's a nice, way to, a nice moment to end on. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, what was the listener question in English? Do you remember? <laughs> the listener question in English was, um, which god do you think would be most suitable in a game, i.e. which god do you think would be the most fun to play as in the game? Uh, which god? Like, of all the gods? Of the, the entire pantheon of, of gods. I mean, um, I have played a few gods because I ran that uh, the game about gods, ancient. <laughs> Not, yep. They were not real gods, but they were... Odyssey of Dragon Lords. Yeah, they're very clearly based on um, the Greek. real Greek gods. Mm. Um, I really liked playing Pythor, who was uh, who I basically ran like Thor, <laughs> uh, sort yeah. of, as a starting point. That was fun. Yep, yep. Um, usually, like, a lot of the characters I play are based on, um, like... Mythology. Media. But then... Well, not mythology, just media. Uh, mm. thing. But then once you start playing them, they just become their own thing, I tend to find. But... Um, yeah, I think like Thor would be a good one. Uh, any of the Greek gods, really. Uh, who else would be good? Have you got an, Have you got an idea? Well, I was just going to stick with in in D and D universe wise. Um, uh, it might it would be fun to play as a uh, holier than thou, like like Lathander or um, uh, that genre or Bahamut. Um, just because you know, um, fuck, it was it's so simple. I mean, good is good, bad is bad. Job done. But then throwing in a time more into the mix to to be the luck goddess to, or merchant goddess or, or goddess of adventurers, see how that plays out. But then it also might be kind of fun to play one of the darker gods as well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Who's um, you know, in uh, Skyrim and Elder Scrolls and stuff, there's one of the demon lords who's like uh, it's a demon lord of randomness or something like. Oh, the god of chaos. Yeah. Uh, was it Dagon or something? No, see. Dagon. I think it's Dagon. I think in um, I can't remember the name, uh, but they've got a, an equivalent in Five E because it comes up in uh, Out of the Abyss. Mm. Playing them as a character would be fun. Uh, but yeah, cool. Uh, all right, do you want to say anything to your Ica buddies? Uh, yeah, bye Ica buddies. Uh, don't set the house on fire. That doesn't work. <laughs> that doesn't work. But throw it's a boo. Done. Throw a boo. That seems to be effective. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Like, subscribe, share, whatever. Tell tell everyone about us. And uh, have oh, also, uh, this is a new year. This will be New Year when this comes out. So Happy oh, New Year, lovely. everybody. Happy New Year. I didn't realize. Happy New Year, Ica Buddies. Yeah. And bye. Bye.